the will of God concerning his people is that they be saved. God does not want anybody, no matter how terrible a sinner they are, to go to hell. Is there anybody on this call tonight that you got born again by yourself? You just, you just, you just felt like getting born again, and you, you knew what to do and got born again. Anybody? You can raise your hand. Anybody? Without somebody ministering to you. Is there anybody? Okay. If there's nobody, which meant that somebody shared the gospel. There are two ways by which evangelism is effective. One, prayer. In 2 Corinthians 4, 3 into 4, he said, if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them whom the God of this world has blinded their minds. So the gospel, evangelism is not really, it doesn't start by you just going outside to preach. No, it starts from prayer. If the gospel, if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world had blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So the first level is prayer. Prayer in your houses before you step out. To bind that devil that has blinded the minds. Many of us have been there before where they've come to preach to us and we look at their talking nonsense. Why? Our minds were blinded at the time. Who has delivered us from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son, the kingdom of light. So why should we be comfortable? Why should we be comfortable? just being saved and not wanting to share the good news. The Bible tells us about Paul. The moment he repented, the moment he had an encounter with Christ, the moment his eyes were opened, he went out preaching. And that was what he did till the end. Evangelism is a critical, very, very, very critical aspect to our work with God. Book of Daniel tells us that those that win souls, they are wise. They would access wisdom because now you are doing for God. That scripture, seeking first the kingdom, what is the mandate of the kingdom? Expansion until the, this kingdom become the kingdom of our God. And that happens by evangelism. There are souls that are crying. There are souls that are dying every day. I was heading out from the office today and I just had to ponder upon what's really happening right now in the life of someone 
you know, that I used to work with that had passed on. I said, God forbid that if this person is in hell, because in hell, you will see everything. Your, your memory will be there. You see everything. I said, I pray that this person is not thinking that why did Steve not push me, force me to receive Christ? Do you understand what I'm talking about? It, it just came as a thought, as a flash to my spirit. I said, God, please. Because the same people that will reject you, insult you for preaching to them today, when that time comes, when it's too late, that scenario where you were preaching to them will keep playing over and over and it will torment them. And many of them will be saying, why did you not force me to receive this Christ? Today it looks embarrassing, but at that time they will say, oh, in eternal regret. And that scenario will keep playing over. Imagine watching how your life would have been saved over and over again. We need to switch our view from I just want to invite someone to church and all those things. We, that view is making us like a desical. Let's switch the view from that point to watching the soul of that person born eternally. That view will be clear enough. Are we together? Evangelism is first the heartbeat of God. Second, that's how we grow as people. But the most importantly is the souls themselves get the greatest benefit. People have talked all sorts and say, oh, one time they start talking of evangelism because they want to grow their church. Yes, they want to grow their church. But two, the most important part is that someone receives an opportunity at life. If you read one of those books of those people that have gone to hell and come back, you will know that this is beyond. And the Bible tells us Jesus, uh, no, no, I think it's the Old Testament. I'll open it short. He said, if, wait, let me open that scripture. Let me just read it. I want us to see, to see the impact of these things. Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter, let me read chapter three first. Can everyone hear me clearly? Yes, sir. Ezekiel 3, 18. Or let me read from verse 17. Ezekiel 3 from verse 17. Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. 
Therefore, hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me. When I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor speaketh to warn the wicked from his wicked way to save his life. The same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thy hand. Yet if thou warn the wicked and he turn not from his wicked way, nor from his wicked way, his wickedness or, or from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity, but thou hast delivered thy soul. Are you seeing it? Amen. Are, are we hearing me? Yes, sir. Verse 20. Again, when a righteous man doth turn from his righteousness, even your fellow brethren, and commit iniquity, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he shall die, because thou hast not given him warning. He shall die in his sin. And his righteousness, which he had done, shall not be remembered, but his blood will I recover, require at thy hand. Nevertheless, if thou warn the righteous man that the righteous sin not, and he doth not sin, he shall surely live, because he is warned. Also, thou hast delivered your soul. Are you seeing the precept of God? If you don't, I will require their blood from your hand. Why? That is the same principle. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. As it was done to you, as someone preached the gospel, as someone helped you grow, as someone prayed for you, likewise you must do unto others. I've showed you when I talked about this in... Uh, in uh, uh, was that Matthew 1 or Luke 1? John chapter 1, actually. How the disciples met Jesus. He met one. That one went to tell the brother, I have found him. I have found him. I have found him. I have found him. And that's how the disciples and all the multitude grew. Praise the name of the Lord. Yeah. So get that mindset away. That's, that's a doctrine of darkness that hinders you from going fully into what God has said. When I say, oh, it's just for self, it's, it's just, it's just. This year, I told you of the vision I saw in the beginning of the year, or late last year. We were all in a comfort zone, in a place of safety. And I was there with each and every one of you. But the... the um, there was a place outside where we were. There was a round surface where everyone, they were so safe, they were secure. They were eating, they had to eat, to drink. And I was there and I asked them, I said, oh yeah, everybody start going outside. Go out, go out, go out into the world. Go. And everyone was like, no, we are safe here. We are comfortable. I said, no, you can't stay here. You have learned, you have been fed. Now it's time to go out there and demonstrate what you have learned and reproduce yourself and multiply yourself. I saw that vision, so I knew what God was saying, that we have to kick people out of comfort zone. Kick people out of comfort. A car that is in, that is packed, has fuel inside, 
oil inside, but until the, you turn on the ignition and the car starts to move, the oil, the fuel, everything that it has will not be functional. It will not go around the car. So there are graces that you have received that is dormant on the inside until you are in the field before the demonstration of the spirit will find expression. You want to prophesy, you want to heal the sick, go to the field because those gifts is not for you when you are in your house sleeping. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. It's not for you to just receive the grace and then go and sleep. No. Functional. You have to go. That's why we're launching, bringing the sheaves. The sheaves is harvest because of the scripture. But I'm going to invite Joy to speak. And then afterwards, um, Charles will speak. And then I'll share some thoughts before we go. Is there anybody on this call that has not gone to the website to see the, the evangelism uh, site? Anybody on this call has not gone there? Please put that website on the comments section so that they all go there to see what the project is about. And that project does not have, it only has a start date. It doesn't have an end date because evangelism will continue to do so until the kingdom of this world becomes the kingdom of our God. Praise God. Joy, go ahead. Good evening, everyone. Thank you. Welcome, welcome, everyone. I don't know why I'm welcoming everybody. Welcoming everyone. All right. So, um, does anyone have any question regarding the flyer? Because that's like one of the things that was on my heart that I felt like my day way to go. For instance, I live on the mainland and my HOD lives on the island. So if you would like to go to minister or to evangelize, I beg your pardon, during, the, during whatever day you want to go, you can just shoot me a message if you're on the mainland and be like, oh, I'm like to go on this day. Are you available? Can we go together? That's, I feel like that's the essence of why like, the option on the form for two people to go because in, I, I think it was, I'm just going to share some of my, my experiences and I hope that helps. In 2015, I had gone through like a very rough patch in my life. And I remember that I got to the point where I had lost everything that I had at that time, everything, I was going through a lot, but I, I knew that I had Jesus. So when I would go on the on the the house I used to live, needed to take like a tricycle to the junction before I got to work. I was not at the time. I was not. I, would, I didn't. I didn't preach on the on the to everyone on tricycle on the bus, but I would just speak to the person beside me. I'll be like, "Oh, can I just talk to you about God's love?" And person will be like, yes, no, I don't, nobody ever rejected me. And I'll talk to them of like, God loves you. And at the time, what I was telling them was what I wanted. I wish that someone would say to me, what I, I was saying to them was something that I feel like 
I also needed to hear at the point in my life. And I can tell you that it helped me because it took my focus away from my struggles and my desires and my needs and placed my focus on what mattered, on God, and knowing that even in this downtime, it was with me. So maybe a year later, one of the people that I had, I had preached to, and this was my message, Jesus Christ loves you, don't ever forget. And the more I, start, I started speaking, it's just like prophesying. When you start speaking, you just continue. I just continued, continued, continued. And, and when, when it's time for anybody to come down, we say our goodbyes and that's it. So two, one year or two years later, this person actually, I, because even on my, my status, like VPP said, I'm not trying to invite anybody to any church. I'm just trying to make sure that you know that the focus is Jesus Christ. I'm trying to invite you to God. That's, that's been my own. So I never told him my church. I just spoke to him about Jesus Christ or all the people that I encountered about Jesus Christ. And two years later, this guy came to my church and he found me because in church I used to take pictures. So he would obviously see me. So he came to me and said, oh, do you remember me? You preached to me on the keke the other day. Oh, and that's, that's how this person, at the end of, even though I was, he didn't immediately come to church. But because of the seed, I don't know whose mic is on, it's causing some static. Um, because of that seed, somehow, somehow, one year or two years later, he still found himself in church. There's lots of like emphasis on Christians. Many of us, when, when we come to, to, to join a fold, when we give our lives to Christ, the next thing, the thing that, um, that was the word that ah, that excites us or that makes that we'll be like, oh, this person said God said, God said. That's the thing that is enticing to us, the gift of the spirits that we see. Oh, this person is speaking in tongues. This person is saying God said, it's prophesying. This person can heal. This person can do. That's the thing that keeps us. So this gift. So when we grow to the stature where we receive this gift, and we see that when people give their life to Christ, that's one of the things that really keeps them, then we should know that the gifts of the spirit that we have are actually tools to bring people to the kingdom. So another thing that you can do when you go out, when you're like, I don't know what I will preach, I don't know what I will say, I don't know what I can say, is to use your gift. Is to say, oh, can I please pray for you? Can I please pray for you? And in this... Nigeria, at this current situation, in this current cashless political situation, nobody turn down prayer. <laughs> nobody. So the, they will accept for you to pray for them. Some people will even tell you, ah, I'm a Muslim, but no problem, just pray. And you pray, and as you pray, your gifts, the gift of God that he has given to you will be made manifest. And again, is a seed that you have sown, or is is a seed that I have watered, but God will definitely give it increase. So another thing is that you need to stand as a person who reflects what you preach in your community. I remember the other day on election day, I was, I was like, I told one of my friends that, oh, this man that, this man that obviously looks married, asked me for my number when we were waiting for the votes whether when we were waiting to vote or when we were waiting for the vote to be counted. And she, she was like, ah, no, Alana, he joined, 
books of righteousness, the next quote. I laughed and then I even went ahead and posted on my status, but that was not originally my comment. It means that she knows that when this person comes into my life, they are obviously going to know that this one is Jesus' girl. So there are people in your community that even though they don't come to you, even though they just watch, they watch you. And when the need arises, they will come to you and say to you, please, can you pray with me? Please, I need to know more about God. So in the life that we live, because most times when we go out, we go, we go far away from where we live. But in that place that we live, that's the easiest place to pull people to Christ. Well, even though Jesus Christ said that a prophet is not honored in his, in his town, but you can still stand as a person in that community who is honorable and who lives the life that reflects the glory of God. So these are the few ways that I have seen results. I've seen fruits in my own life where I'm able to minister to people around me. So I don't know if anyone has any question or any hesitations about like prophesying, about, I beg your pardon, about evangelism. I don't know if anyone has any questions. Is 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 There is no way that you will not evangelize, even on your social media as well. Even on your social, one of the things that I find very irritating, annoying is when someone or people, people of the world, quote and unquote, post stuff that they are doing and Christians repost those things to say that, oh, I'm just spreading, I'm just bringing awareness or they make a, a twin video, they put the rubbish that these people post defiling of God, defiling of children, just all this nonsense agenda that's going around the world right now. And then they now put themselves behind. Why are you projecting that? Why, why can you not rather that, why can you not make, spend more effort speaking, speaking about God, teaching people about Jesus? Because more Christians publicize these things than even the, even the unbelievers do for lack of a better word. So make your social media an avenue as well to publicize about Jesus Christ. Yesterday, someone texted me and I said all these examples I'm giving because it's my own story that I know. I cannot share what I do not know. So someone that someone that posted on Twitter, on Instagram, that um, women that are prophetic are, are, are red flags. Then another person said it's true that you can't even surprise them. You have to be begging God to protect the surprise from them. If not, they will know something. And someone that sews my clothes, she tags me on that and say, yes, come and see, come and see. It's not you. So there's on even on social media, people see what you're about. People can tell that this person, they're not just. Because another thing that we have learned and that we need to be very conscious about as Christians is that to some people, Christ is a brand, is not a savior. It has become cool to say, I'm a Christian. It has become cool to say, yes, I'm a child of God, even though the substance of being a child of God is not evident. So, but people can tell who has come to Christ as a brand, who is associating with the brand, because maybe it's now cool to be Jesus, to be Jesus' girl, to be... Um, I must see for myself all those things, all those things that that on social media that makes Christianity now more, more not as strict as it was. 
and that's the branding of it. But the real fruit of Christianity takes a lot more and people can tell who has the substance and does not. So does your social media reflect God? At the end of the day, you cannot say that, oh, I, I'm, not going to prepare, I'm not going to evangelize because I don't have spiritual gifts. You can pray. The other day, my friend and I were praying and I saw every time like my mind would, you know when you are praying, like when you are praying sometimes you see things, every time my mind would cast over the north, my prayer, and it wasn't, I was praying in the spirit, so I knew that it wasn't me. The prayer passion would increase. If my mind would just cast towards the north, the prayer passion would increase. So there are many, many of us will be like, when we wake up to pray, we'll be like, oh, I'm already praying every day now. Thank you, Jesus. I wake up to pray. But sometimes I'm like, I don't even know what to pray today. You can begin to pray for souls. You can pray for missionaries. There are people who, they, they, in the world now, the statistics for matter as Nigerian, Nigerian Christians, Nigerian missionaries who died make up the most, the most number in, in the entire world of people who died because of their religion, based only on their religion. So you can pray for them. You can pray for missionaries. You can pray for those, their souls, the souls of those who they're going to speak to, that their, their hearts is already softened, their hearts already, that God already started the work on their hearts. But more than that is that we can no longer, the time has come now that we can no longer outsource our responsibilities to God as Christians. We can no longer outsource it. You cannot say that, oh, I'm the one that should go and evangelize on your behalf, or I'm the one that should always pray for you. No, you also have to stand up because we all have the same authority and we all have to exercise that authority on earth right now. We all have to fulfill our role. I remember one of my sisters had shared with, with us, she had a dream where some of us, we looked like we were wealth, we were very full. We were full, like we were so full, we were going to bust. Our stomachs were, we looked like rich politicians, <laughs> pot belly blocking everywhere. We were live like in affluence in this dream. But across on the other side were people who were drying up, who were hungry. And there was a separation. Those who were getting fat were getting fatter. But those who were who were, who, who were drying up, they, they didn't find any respite. That's why we have to go two by two, because if you send only one rich person across the ocean to that, they can eat the person up. So you need to go two by two. So you strengthen each other. You encourage each other. You add, add you when two agree touching anything on it is established. So when two of you pray with this person, when two of you speak to this person, it is established. I remember one time my friend and I were going to a restaurant to eat. And when we wanted to leave, a man walked past us and she said, oh, I have a word for that man. I said, okay, let's go and meet him. And we went to him. I feel like she was able to go because I was there. If it was by herself, because even the questions the man asked us, the man, the man when we said we had a word, the man laughed. Like, you know, this mocking laugh that, uh, is this the new way girls try to get rich men now? <laughs> He laughed. And when I heard that laughter, I announced it to pray because me, I was now, you know, me, smart, I don't vex. I was not like, what's wrong with you? I was out praying in my spirit. And then he was like, Do you want anything? Have you already? We were like, no, we have already eaten. We're on our way out. We just want to speak to you. 
And then my friend started prophesying to him. And she said something and you saw that his attention snapped from that place of you people don't come and I don't come and I don't come to wait, how did you know what you just said? And when we were done, we prayed for him. And when we were leaving, it was like, would you like to take my card? Would you? He kept trying to offer us something because that's the understand, that's the decadence that has come into evangelism, that has come into offering these gifts that we freely receive to others. They feel, he felt like he had to give us something. He had to do something. He had to drop us off. He had to do something. And when we kept saying no, he was shocked. This is how much we are not doing what we should do. So I hope that all that I've said has helped you to find many ways. If you have the gift of prophecy, if you have the gift of healing, if you have the gift of visions, dreams, any all these gifts, praying, if you are an intercessor, you don't have any excuse to not spread the good news. You do not have any excuse. You don't. Because those gifts are not for you to be like, oh, I to me, to me, to we. We have a lot of prophets. We already have a lot of prophets. So why, 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 why are you then a prophet? What, what is the, what is the big deal? What do you want to come and say that someone has not said, or the people existing cannot say? It means that the the harvest is plenty, but those who are truly using it, using the tools that they've been given to claim this harvest are not much. They are still few. So my intro is on the island. I'm on the mainland. If you would like to go anywhere within, within the mainland and you want someone to come with you, we could go together. I'll, I'll make myself available to schedule the time where we go together as well. Or if you go on your own and you want someone that you can call, who can pray with them, who can pray with them. Some, something that happened, someone called us the other day, called me the other day and said that, oh, they are in so me and they said that, oh, they were in this situation, they needed someone to pray. Pray. This was very early. Like I literally just opened my eyes and we prayed for, I prayed for them. And then I spoke to my, my prayer team leader as well. And she also called and prayed for them. The person that we prayed for could not walk, could not do anything. They were trying to even get them on a flight. They could not get, get up from the bed to get to the flight, to get to the hospital. But after I, I and my HOD prayed. The person, they did, I'm not even sure they, are, they still took the flight. They, they're working, they're going all about, they're getting better and stronger day by day since the last time that that happened. So you need to take this gift and begin to make lives different. We come and every time come and say, oh, PPP, I'm so great. When we share testimony, PPP, I'm so grateful for you. You have really blessed me. You are, your obedience is my, yeah. Let your obedience as well. BPP has done his own. It's now, he has given us the pattern. It's left to us. Who will bless, who will bless God for our sakes? Who? So at the end of the day, we did not get saved to just be saved. We got saved that so that more people can come into, uh, into the faith and more people can like us be able to cry. Abba Father. I hope with these few points of mine, you have been convinced and strengthened to do more with all that you have received freely to those who are in need.
of this amazing, amazing and beautiful life that we now live. God bless you, everyone. Let me know if you have any questions. Does anyone have any questions? Okay, I wanted to touch on as well the international body as well. Those those who live abroad, you can also you can get a speaker and a megaphone. I know that there are some parks where you can go and just preach. You can do that as well. You can also team up if you can reach out, especially to my HOD. My HOD has like the the database of everyone is going to come up and speak. My HOD is Mr. Charles. He's going to speak shortly. He's going to speak after I've spoken. So you can also reach out to him and he can connect you to anyone else in your city or in the country that you are and can work out the modalities of going out to minister the gospel. The, the easiest, like I said, the easiest way is this your gift that you have. Just use it. May I pray for you? Once they may I pray for you? Say yes. Once you begin to profess, I want to begin to, yeah, they will look at you closely. Then you can now minister the gospel to them. I know that you've heard. Some people will be like, oh, I already know. I know that you've heard about him. I just wanted to remind you that you can still give your life to him. You can still. So don't, don't, that's. God bless you. Bye. Thank you so much, Joy. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah, thank you so much, Joy. You've actually done Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'll read what she has said. Uh, I want to read. Uh, I want to read Mark six. I'll just paraphrase it. Mark six seven where Jesus, when he gathered his disciples, he sent them two by two. And um, with Jesus, he sent when he has gathered it off. Uh, it, it happened when he went to minister in his own city, in his own place, and he was not received. And uh, he, didn't, he couldn't do much because they did not believe him. He said, is that not a uh, son of uh, Joseph, son of uh, Mary, then we, we, the sisters and the siblings are with us and all of that. And he could not do much miracle because they did not know him in his own country. And then he moved away to this village to minister. He gathered 12 and he sent them two by two. I want to say a few important, the benefits of going two by two, you having a partner, a, an evangelism partner. Uh, a man of God has said that, uh, of course, in the Bible, that evangelism is first the heartbeat of God. The whole essence, Jesus came to die. Imagine God living his throne, going through a, the, a creature he created to, be, to come to this world, was just to reconcile us to him, back to him. That's the whole essence. He came to redeem us from the devil, to bring us back to our originality. That's who, why Jesus came to death. And he suffered. Imagine, how can Jesus suffer what he went through for nothing? He suffered a lot just to bring us back, to reconcile us back to him. And he wants us to do the same. Okay? You are saved to save. You are not saved to enjoy what is in Christianity. You are saved to save. Praise God. Now, 
I want to say most of the uh, benefits of uh, you going two by two and uh, why Jesus did it. Say, um, our first preacher said, uh, two can work together, Amos 3.3. Two can work, cannot work together except they be in agreement. And also Joy made a reference to when she went to a restaurant to, with her friend and the friend were able to minister to that man because they were two. One, one of the benefits why you should go in tools is that it gives you boldness. It gives you boldness. You, 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 you vividly remember that if you're, if you're with your partner, with someone you are, you share the same faith with, and you guys want to go do something. Man, you, you have confidence. You have this boldness because your, your, the person next to you also believes in what you believe. It's also going the same direction in where you're going to. Okay, so um, going into going two by two to evangelize gives you boldness. It gives you it it, it, it brings you it, it brings bonds. Okay, it brings friendship. Imagine uh, there are a lot of persons in church. The only time they have opportunity to talk to people in the same faith is when they come to our fellowship or when you go to a church. Hey, I and all. I used to be that kind of person. I'm this kind of person that I'm so uh, reserved that I'm an introvert that I don't have friends. I could just be in a place for you or maybe I'll just know you. I know this guy is my church member, but I will not have any reason to talk to you or be close to you or share anything with you. But if you now have an evangelism partner, you, you, you guys will become friends. You know, when you have a friend, you share a lot of things. Now, another, another benefit is you have got a prayer partner Okay, you guys can easily pray after evangelizing. You can pray for the souls you have you have ministered to. You have a accountability partner. It is very important for a Christian, for a child of God, to have accountability partner. Someone you can share your whatever with. So you can be accountable to say, "I want to do this. I want I want to I want us to uh, I want to win five souls every week." And you have someone you have shared that vision with. This person now, okay, fine. You want to win five uh, souls every week. He will always, or she will always be reminding you of that. One, I said you have a prayer partner. You're praying about your visions. Now you have a accountability partner. He will always remind you, okay? I, I mentioned friendship. Imagine when you have friends, when you have a friend that is going the same route with you, that, is, that shares the same vision with you, that loves the same Jesus with you. You, you see your Christian faith, your work with Christ will be so sweet because you have got yourself a partner who believes in what you believe. All right? So you have a Bible study partner, okay? So it's very important that you go. It's very, it's biblical. Of course, Jesus did it. He sent the disciples two by two to minister. You get a bigger and a better result. Don't forget that um, Jesus, when he sent them out, he gave them power. When our man of God was sharing, he said, you, 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 your power, the power you have is not for you to be in your house. It's when you go out there that you can, you can actually utilize it. It's not for you to, to have and sit at home. No. It's for you to minister to people. It's for you to help people. It's for going through. The Bible said in, in, uh, in Romans 10, Romans 10 from 8, from 12. He said, a lot, of, a lot of us want people 
to repent. If you see a lot of bad people on the street and you wish you want them to repent, how can they repent when you 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 will not go out to talk to them? How do we expect people to repent? People to come to God, to Christ, when they've not heard about Christ. Hearing about Christ, a lot, I know there are churches everywhere, but they this, they this um they this uh grace, they this it feels different when someone comes to you to tell you about Jesus and you're passionate about Jesus and you share your experiences to this person. It feels different. You win so faster by that, by you going to preach someone one-on-one, not just when they go to church to listen to their pastor's ministers. Praise God. So there are a whole lot of benefits in going two by two. And if you're a child of God and you are, you are not going to win souls, um, is it that you have not really accepted Jesus or you have not started seeing why the reason why you should do that? I know that there, there are a lot of constraints, there are a lot of challenges. A lot of person will tell you, how do I go about? I think we'll have another day where we'll actually how to, or how you can actually, when I go again, newly, I was in PH then, and you know, there's disease the also, I've heard about Jesus. They've talked about you going to minister to people, win souls for Christ and men. I want to, I was so, I went to minister one day, my church then, we went for evangelism. Do you know that? That day I came back, I fought with someone. <laughs> I fought with someone in the field. I don't believe I went to minister. We started arguing. The, argu- the argument was so much. Then I, was, I used to be very, I, I used to be very uh, temper- temperamental. I'm very quick to anger then. And I, I couldn't, I couldn't withhold it. I, I just slapped the guy. Someone had gone to minister to. We started fighting. Okay, I was the baby Christian then. Uh, my partner also was also another baby Christian that two of us started fighting the guy. So he has gone to me that too. Started fighting. So the, this thing has way to do it. Okay. First, um, prayer. You can't win souls without praying first. And that's why I thank God we have a, a prayer unit who, who is always praying for, for souls. The power is already there in us. So first you pray and then you go out to minister you study, the Bible says, study to show yourself approved. Or the reason why you should study God's word is for this purpose, because you can't give what you don't have. You can't go and evangelize what you don't know. You have to, you, before you go to evangelism, to evangelize to people, it's what you know you can give out. If you don't know anything, you can't give out. And what you know is God's word, because it's not your word. The Bible says it's the good news. You go to preach good news to people. The good news is what God has said in his word. And if you don't know God's word, what will you? What do you have? Like when when I when I, I started, I didn't know God's word. I went there and I fought. <laughs> Imagine. So, firstly, you need to pray. Secondly, you need to dip yourself in studying God's word. You need to study God's word. There are different ways to study God. Listen to preachers and study God's word. Read journals and all of that. Pray. The Holy Spirit is always there. He's always is on standby to guide you if you if you give him the chance. So. I do not have I, I do not have so much to say, but I've just said a few things. Remember the benefits of evangelism. If going out in tutu, you have an accountability partner, you have a prayer partner, you have yourself a prayer partner, you have yourself, you be bold. Okay. You have yourself a friend. You start bonding with your friend. 
So how we how we intend doing it is that on the uh, I think amount of God we expand on how we go about to know those that stays in our locations. So it, it should be easy for us to identify um, our brethren that stays close to where we are. I stay I stay in Aja, okay, and uh, I know there are a lot of uh, so many members that stay in Aja to um, Aja from Lekki to from Aja to Lekki. If you have like our, our sister said. If you want to evangelize any day on the mainland, you can call her and she will get FaceTime and date. Same here. If you want to evangelize any day, but I, I think it's better on weekends. Because most of us goes to work and all of that. Weekend, any Saturday or any Sunday afternoon that you feel like evangel evangelizing, you can pick on me if you stay on the island. Anywhere on the island, I will just come and we do it together. It's fun. It, it, it's fun when you go out with your brother, sister, to evangelize, you guys share stories, you guys share opportunities, you guys share God's word, you share your experiences, and you build yourself. Okay, so it's it's better when you go in two by two. Jesus is the foundation. Jesus started. We need to also. It mustn't be two. You can go in threes. You can go fours. But at least go have a have evangelism partner the same way you have prayer partners. Okay, so there are a lot of benefits. We need to start evangelizing as soon as possible okay i've told you my uh okay the other day in in fellowship i shared my uh, i shared a testimony of what evangelism did to me and and uh, before i before i ran or before I, I hand over to a man of god um for for a, for a while i didn't have something doing seriously for a while imagine a young guy that has a responsibility i don't have a pay you don't have a pay job where you get money every month. I don't, but I, I don't know how I pay my bills. Seriously. Before I got the, the I didn't know how I pay my bills. I People still come to ask me for money and I give them. I don't know how. Okay, the other day I was thinking of how, how? The Holy Spirit reminded me, are you, are you kidding me? You don't know how? Hey, so the Holy Spirit will always be there to supply all your needs. Evangelism is first God's work. Imagine when God employs you to do his work. You will be paid. You will be taken care of. There are a lot of benefits. Okay? So evangelism, you're not doing anybody favor. You're doing God's work. God has employed you to work for him. And you're touching his heart when you're depopulating hell and populating heaven. Bible says there is joy in, in heaven for just one soul that comes to Christ. Imagine you, someone comes to Christ and he came through you. Wow, the joy in heaven with your name. With your tag on the person's head. Uh, this person brought this person through evangelism, okay? So evangelism is a must. I will choose those. I will not go out and evangelize. No, you are evangelizing. Uh, basically, there are some persons that don't have time to go and evangelize then your character okay but just try to have time in your in your in the buses you enter fill stations you go to buy your 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 fuel uh, um, shopping malls you meet people every day don't leave anybody without telling them about jesus okay your character too also preach a lot to people See, this period there is the best time to preach to people because a lot of people are passing through hell. 
a lot of a lot of persons in Nigeria. Uh, is it cash issue? Is it fear issue? Is it uh, no job issues? This is the time to minister to. They want to hear. Nobody will refuse you when you want to talk to them about Christ, especially when you have a testimony. So if you say you don't know what to do, you have a testimony. What to tell anybody? You have got a testimony. Tell them your testimony. Hey, I, I used to I used to smoke and I stopped smoking. I used to humanize and I stopped it. I used to be in debt and God, I, my debts were paid. I used to be sick. This is your tools already. I used to be sick. I used to have a broken leg. I used to do all of that, but I'm now I'm better. That's your testimony. That's what they want to hear. That's the good news. What God, what Jesus did for me, he will also do it for you. Are you passing any through, through anything? What God who did it for me will also do it for you. Okay. There's nobody who will tell your story and how God delivered you from your challenges that will not be interested to know, hey, how did God do it? How did you do it? It's God. Okay. How do I come to God? Simple. Say a word of prayer with me, and then you start discipling the person. Praise God. So, um, we've got a lot, a lot of souls to bring to Jesus. Okay. Um, thank you so much for hearing. And I know um, we'll start evangelizing as soon as possible. Remember, if you stay on the island, Aja, Jack on the Lekki, and you want to evangelize any Saturday, please beckon on me. Just send me a DM and tell me the day and the time you want. I will make myself available by God's grace. Let's do this. Let, let's, let this become our watchword. Let this become our pattern. Let this become, let them know so me as so winners, as, as solution providers, okay? Thank you so much. For I, I wait, I wait to get your calls because I want to evangelize. I, I do it a lot, but I, I, I want to get partners where we do it together. It's so sweet. Imagine you going with a partner that loves Christ as much as you love Christ. And you guys are going together to evangelize. A lot of things come, a lot of benefits follows after. Praise God. Hallelujah. BPP, I'm done. Hallelujah. Why is the house so quiet? Is, is, was anyone listening to what, what Charles was saying today? Praise the Lord house, the ones that are here. Hallelujah. Amen. A reflective time. The house is so quiet. Okay, reflective. Okay, I, I believe you. Because you heard someone went for evangelism and slapped somebody and people are still reflecting. Higher reflection is reflecting. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Brother Charles. Thank you so much. Um, if you have questions, uh, I'll give you an opportunity. Um, but so can you see my screen? Yes, sir. Yeah, so yeah. this time. You will be accountable to yourselves and also accountable to us because what God said was make disciples. Many of us have um, led people to Christ and let them be. Many of the people you left, immediately they enter the boat, they jump back out. But we must be accountable to them until they become disciples oh, okay. of Jesus. That is, the, that is when it is complete. Amen. Someone like um, Sister Tony um, was quite
quite blessed and fortunate. The moment she gave her life to Christ, I think within the same month or so, you know, she got connected to us and then we're able to build her up. And today she's a tremendous blessing to different, different platforms where she serves. So the goal is make disciples. It didn't say make converts. Amen? So this is huge. So you're going to, once you, you win souls, you'll get their details. You'll save their numbers. You'll follow up with them. Some of them, you invite them to Tommy and then Tommy takes, continues what the process. But you as the person that wins them over, you must be checking up on them, ensuring, answering questions because people have a lot of questions. Um, I love what many of you do, some, some of you, you meet somebody and then you introduce them to Somi. And then once they come into the house, you know, they tap into the resource available in-house and then they are growing tremendously and they are blessed. You know, I've had people uh, reach out to me personally, say, oh, so, so, so person gave me your contact. Do you mind speaking to me? I don't, what? I take time, speak to them, answer questions bring them into the group so that they're able to learn, you know, in group, right? But this particular plan is for discipleship. So the first step is you speak to them and they repent. The second step is you start to uh, follow up with them. So um, your eyes on the page, the moment you a soul and you get their details you come to the website um, slash evangelism and then you put a feedback form right the converts details the names phone number city where they are country where they are right and then your name so it's either you if you are two then you put put reps name or if it's just one person you put in the details submit it in right and then there's going to be a report sheet. So that's why I said I'm not just leaving it open. We are going all the way this time to tell you this is a serious business. Um, you know, then we will also follow up from time to time. You that brought them in responsible for um, taking care of that. So how does it work? You partner with someone that stays around you, at least two of you or one, depend, depending on and go out every week to evangelize, demonstrating the gift of the Spirit you have received as it is time to put them to use. Hebrews 5.14, For strong meat belongeth to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. So the instruction is simple. Win souls, heal the sick, Cast out devils. You meet someone and say, oh, I'm sick. Pray. Don't say, oh, I don't have the anointing for. Prayer is free. Your own responsibility is to pray. And, and God's responsibility is to heal. Heal the sick. Cast out devils. And fill the form. Upload it. It's going to form a database. Okay? So what does this mean? If you have not filled it, I will know you have not done it. Say amen if you heard that part. Amen. Uh -huh. Ah, only one person. 
Amen. Oh, say amen. So me family. Amen. 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 That's your signature. Right? So there are some of the people, like I said, some of the people, the group will soon be full anyway. So some people will want to join the group. Go ahead and invite them. You see the WhatsApp um, link here. That's the group details. So once you click on it, it will show you the group. Then you can send it to them. Um, but others, you just direct them to a Bible-believing church, and then you are following up and checking up on them from time to time. This is serious business. I can't overemphasize the seriousness of the business. Right? But you become responsible for their soul. It is time to prioritize the king's business. We have received from him over and over again. It's our month of understanding. And one of the things we need to understand is we need to understand, you know, the things that are priority, top priority to the Lord. And this is one of it, very critically. Praise God. So, um, where was I? Okay. The mandate is to make disciples. So until one has become a disciple of Christ, either through Sumi or any Bible-believing church, you must keep following up. Matthew 9, 36. See the heart of the Father. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Sheep having no shepherd. Then said he unto his disciples, the harvest is truly plenteous but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. And I believe with all my heart, the answer has now come. How many people can I talk to every day? There are many cases that come to some of you and you deal with them. Um, Joy shared the testimony. You know, the person was trying to reach me. I was not available at the time. They reached out to Joy. Joy reached out to Amanda and they dealt with the matter at least to a certain point. And then when they were able to reach me, I was able to now take it all the way. Hallelujah. Because if I have to do everything, then I will burn out and then I will not be productive anymore. So the laborers truly are few. The laborers are few. So you must take responsibility, take your own portion. This is how you grow in the kingdom. This is how you become relevant in the kingdom of dark, in the kingdom of heaven. Because if there's a question I will ask at the end of the day, let me just read through this and then I'll invite Tony to share some things and then we can close. In Mark chapter 16, verse 5, and he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. This is the instruction. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Please note that this is a Jesus mandate and that the hours come for the true believers to join the army of laborers. So if you need any clarification, you're going to speak to Brother Charles, who's the head of evangelism. And then we're going to be meeting every third Friday of every month. 
third Friday of every month to um, review how many souls have you won? What were your challenges? Um, what was your experiences? Did they stone you? Did they toast you? Many people have evangelized and won their husband to the faith without knowing. Amen? And this was how when the Lord sent um, me, PP, to me to mentor. I didn't know I was mentoring my wife. And today, we're truly blessed for it. So every time you obey God's instruction, many, many times, it is to your advantage more than you can ever imagine. Praise God. Jesus said, when Jesus was teaching, can everyone still hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. Jesus said, I need you to remember and hear this very clearly. Okay, maybe I'll show you in scripture details so that I don't just talk through it because I need us to see the picture. I don't always like the gospel that is associated with fear. No, no, no. That, that's not a gospel of, of peace. But the word of God shows some specific things that, you know, we cannot look away from and say, oh, I only want to see one part of scripture and not the other part. But before I share this part, I would invite um, Tony, please share your experience. God bless you. Good evening, sir. Good evening, everyone. Can you hear me? Yes, Loud, and clear. Sir? Loud and clear. Oh, okay. Um, I think it was on Wednesday afternoon. I was driving. I can't remember what day. And um, I just heard God begin to share a burden with me. And um, I mean, it was when we now joined Bible study. People brought this up again, and I was like, oh, this was it. So the Lord was just talking to me about, I'll just say it as, you know, Father, please help me to remember and say it's right, because I knew it was not just for me. It was a word to share with everyone. So he was saying, like, um, how when we love, we, um, we kind of show off our relationships, kind of you know, go everywhere and just, oh, come and meet my this, come and meet my dad. And um, it's almost as if we love him, but we hide him. And our hiding him is to, I mean, it's not to our benefit one. And also it hurts him because the other people cannot get to experience him the way we experience him. And so he was saying like, um, what would it take if you're known as that child that does not joke with our God or his God? If you're known as that one that the way we can always post our pictures of our spouses at every now and then, what is wrong with you always putting Christ in everything that you do, putting God in everything that you do? And then he now began to talk to me about how, you know, even in our businesses, in our places of work, and it's not even to look like a nuisance, but in how we can incorporate God in everything that we do, win souls, 
pull the hearts of people towards them. We can sell hearts back because all of us are in the Ministry of Reconciliation. And then, you know, he was talking about how people pray about their jobs and it still reminds me of the scripture that says, if I be lifted up, if I be lifted up, I will draw men. Like you're in a business, you upload and do stuff on Instagram. Um, just because you think um, you need to serve every um, religion that your customer belongs to, then you should hide God just so that you can gain more customers so that your customers will be uncomfortable. I hope I'm making sense. And he's saying that, why can't you create a kingdom culture and let the customers know that this one is a believer? But in as much as we, we do not, I mean, the Muslims, the Hindus or the whatever, do not buy into Christianity, but they will see something. There's a light that you would emit that will pull them. And indirectly, you're, you're, you're dropping seeds of light inside of them. So he was just talking about how we should release Christ into our work, release Christ into our businesses, release Christ into the things that we do. Put him up on your Instagram, put him up on your WhatsApp. Put him up. We don't want to look overly spiritual, but we're okay with being involved in the elections. We don't want to look overly spiritual, but you know, if an award is ongoing, you're okay with putting up, you know, details of different things. Some of us, um, um, we don't even know that, you know, it's funny BBP gave us that scripture to crack open that evening. You know, he said that um, knowing that Abraham would lead his children and his household. That was what Abraham needed to do. Imagine Abraham says, I'm a really quiet person. I like to just respect people and their boundaries. I don't want to force my God into anybody's face. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's just going to delay this. And so he was saying like, he now began to talk about strategic ways to win souls. And um, I don't know if Pastor Tim is on this call. Okay, it's not on this call. And it reminded me of, you know, there was a time we went on um, 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 on um, Clubhouse. He began to talk about how we do not really, really have to go to every corner, every the road and carry a louse. We can, you know, all of those things. We could win souls online. Strategic ways to win souls. Do you understand? I remember this one. Um, it was a program we were doing. I think it was called Treasure Hunt. And the Lord highlighted a few places where we could find um, souls. And he gave us a time to go on Clubhouse, you know. And we were there, it was about three of us. We're just waiting for what soul God is highlighting to us. And then we get there. After waiting for a couple of minutes, it turns out to be Tim. I just even, I didn't even know. I mean, I, I used to say his name on this, on, 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 um, Consume me, but I didn't know a lot of stuff about him. And that day, I mean, I wish he was here to share his experience. You know, so it's just let's get creative also with um soul winning. Let's get creative. It was just talking to me. I I I mean, in, in between all of this, I'm like, oh my goodness, Lord, you're talking to me. You're talking to me. But now I'm seeing that I need to share with people. You know, let's go, let's get really creative with um how to bring people. But how to how to 
um, win the hearts of, especially non-believers. You know, you can't love them and love their boundaries enough and you watch them die. When I say die, I mean go to hell. There's no need to sugarcoat it. That's what it is. Like if you really do love them, you will bring them to Christ. You know, and so um, I think that was how our conversation went that day. And I just thought, oh my, you just created a big burden in my spirit. You created a big burden. And um, since that day, I've been looking for ways, ways, strategic ways. You know, if you have a big platform on Instagram, you can really sit down with God and he would, he would show you how to bring souls, even online. I have, I mean, even on my Encounter Ground page, I have people, you know, maybe you can say how they're scantily dressed, but they will send a message and say, I, I, don't, I don't have peace. I don't have this. I mean, can I, is there someone I can talk to? You know, there's just a way that, um, I know we think it's social media, but it's a, it's a, it's a space that really does exist. It's like a, it's like a building, you know, and your space in that social media space, it does shine light. It does, it shines light. And so people around that will probably flip through and see you, you know, they will be attracted by that light. So let's just, let's just take time out to look for creative ways to use everything that we have everything when i was you know in 2010 i used to it was i used to live in sule it was so um difficult to drive to work so i would park my car and ride with my boss you know and she would replay our, our messages from church on sunday in the car with me she didn't even care i'll be there making up and it was dropping seeds in my heart and i'm thinking to myself ah if I, if i was the one i'll say boundaries because the person in the car is a non-believer, is an unbeliever. Let me play Jay-Z, let me play or just listen to random music, you know. And so the Lord was just talking to me about it. And the last one I want to talk about is a very, um, is the wisdom of evangelism without making it look too Christian-y. And um, God began to teach me that like last year, how you can really show Jesus through random talks, through your life, without doing scripture, without doing scripture, 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 you know? And then also saying like, you're doing scripture, but it doesn't even, it, you're not saying in First Corinthians 3, that was what the Bible says. You're, in, you're, 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 you're talking to them about God. But you are making sense because you are not scripturalized, scripturalizing it, if I'm saying the right word. Do you understand what I'm saying? And that alone draws um, people to you. I'll give an example. There was a pastor that the Lord asked to open a gym. And he opened a gym. And for some reason, he opened it in maybe, I think it was downtown New York. And it was the CEOs, the GMs of those companies in downtown that would come early in the morning to work out. And then he began to talk. He began to, to just gist with them and release wisdom 
and release the wisdom of the Bible, the wisdom, the words in the Bible, just just in them, without them even knowing it was Bible. But they all got drawn to him. They all got drawn to him. And he kept coming back because of that. At the end of the day, he converted every one of them. So that that's um that's about all I have to say. I hope I did not say, I hope I was able to um pass on the message in a very simplified way or in a way that made sense. Thank you, BPP. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I'm sure it's clear enough. Uh, it's clear enough. Um, we all have to take responsibility. We just all have to, one way or the other. Um, look at John chapter 15. John chapter 15. Please look at your scripture from verse 1. He said, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it might bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Verse 4, abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abided in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are born. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done to you. So one of the reasons you can, one of the legitimate reasons you can push for in the, in the courts of heaven for why God should give you answers to your prayer is because you are fruitful. Lord, look at the fruit I've brought. Look at the people I've brought into the kingdom. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Amen? It can become a strong reason. It can. Verse 8, Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruits. So shall you be my disciples. So, if you don't bear fruit, you are not bringing glory to God. Are we still together? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm sure you know what it means when you say bear fruit. Because before you now say, no, this is talking about a tree and fruit. Who knows what it means to bear fruit? Anybody? To be productive, to, to be, reproduce, to replicate. To replicate. That's it. It's simple. It's very clear. To reproduce, replicate. To be productive. There are many of you that someone brought and invited to show me, and you have brought many people as well. 
come and see. Come and be a part of this community. These people that just love Jesus. Come, 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 come. There are others waiting. They came, oh, this is perfect for me. And they lock up. Reproduce is from the Lord. But the ones that does not reproduce, they are cut off. The point I wanted to say, right? There are many truths that I know that I don't share. Don't think all I share is all I know. Because you want people to walk with God based on revelation of love. Because the same scripture say our God is a consuming fire. The same scripture. Am I communicating? You know, but we have to find a balance, but it is better we come through love. Are you aware that there are conversations that happen in the court of heaven or not necessarily in the court, in the council of the elders where they start to discuss? Maybe the enemy has brought an accusation and, and is pushing for emotion for your life to be cut short. Are you aware that when they are arguing the matter or discussing the matter, if there is no valid point that should make them say, no, this person cannot go now, who can guess what will happen? Anybody? The cricket sound is too loud. Anybody? Could you please repeat the question? Sorry. The question is this. If there is a case in the courts of heaven concerning a person and the enemy is filing a motion that this person's life should be terminated. And remember, I've thought that God is a just God, right? He must hear all the cases. If there is no valid reason, because he has said in scripture, produce your strong reason. If there is no valid reason that the elders that are arguing on your behalf have to say, this is the reason why this person needs to be alive or to be here, what will happen to that person? The, the person will be judged unless the advocate steps up to the plate. In this but case, I, unless Grace or Jesus steps off to the to the plate, even though the person will be judged and as um, what do you call it? Con, uh, judged guilty. Guilty, and then the person will pass away. Will be sentenced. Now, yeah. Thank you so much. I know you're a lawyer, so thank you. Are you aware also that grace is not founded on emptiness? Are we aware? He said, shall we continue in saying that grace may abide? What was Paul's response? God forbid. God forbid. Is Mr. Jai the only person here? Is everybody else? I guess she has the fastest fingers. 
No, I, I think you guys, you've been talking since I was on break. So is that my, uh, is now I'm on duty. We're taking turns. God forbid. So even the grace that we are saying, oh, is the grace of God. Grace does not, the foundation that holds grace, there are principles that support grace. So, I'm telling you the truth. Because there are many people who are running with the grace uh, message, grace, hyper grace message. Jesus already did it, so I don't have to do anything. <laughs> many people will be shocked. Jesus, the one that came to give you grace. The Bible says the law came through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus, right? Jesus is telling you, my father is the husband man. Any man that does not bear fruit, he will disconnect. The one that grace and truth came by is giving you the secrets. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God, but I labor more than them all. Paul, the man that caught the, the abundance revelation of grace, he said, hmm, I keep my body under so that at the end of the day, I, will not, I myself will not be a castaway. Wait, is it possible for a man that is the one that catches, that understands grace in the fullness for him to be a castaway. So me, my responsibility is to teach you truth. I won't do anybody any good if I don't teach truth. So let us not be among those that will say, oh, I don't have to do anything. There are different ways to be a part of this. You can, you can say, okay, I'm shy. Let me be praying for souls. And you are dedicated praying for souls. See the woman, when Jesus was born, she, she became a widow at a young age and she stayed in the temple, not going out, praying for the Savior to come. Years, over 40 years of prayer. That's her contribution. And the prophet came and said, Ah, my eyes have seen the salvation of the Lord. You can go back now. There's some others. There's on, on the website, there's room for partnership. You want to partner? Because we're going to be getting some evangelism materials, different things that people are going to take out. I'm going to partner. So, okay, I'm going to partner with this to you, partner. And partnership does not say, oh, that means since I've partnered, I'm not going to do so again. No. We must take responsibility. I beg of you, Sumi, please. God showed me that vision where people were sitting comfortable. I had to kick them out. Go out there and, and reproduce, multiply. Replenish the earth. I meet a lot of people, many people that someone have spoken to them about Sumi or about me, and they reach out to me. They have questions. 
The worst part I've seen is I've seen people in church for years, 20 years, but they still don't understand basic doctrinal understand. They don't understand it. They've been attending church. When they come, they start learning afresh. And after a while, you see them, they're doing better. Please. The worst thing that can happen is to allow the enemy make you think this is my agenda. It is not. Praise God. So before we go, I want to hear from everybody. Just to be sure that we are together. So I'm going to call you and then you're going to share your thoughts and your action plan and then we'll take you from there. Amen. One. So, Sister Abby, you with us? Sister Abby, with us? If not, um, Ade Dolamu. Ade Dolamu. Good evening. Yes, I'm with you. Um, so I've heard everything um, that's been spoken so far. I'm just looking forward to share my location. And um, I'm ready to go into the world to win souls for, Sony, for Christ. Thank you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Ayoyinka. Um, good evening, everyone. Uh, well, for me, it's, it's like a wake-up call. Um, I guess I'm part of the people that have been in the comfort zone. So, yes. Action plan. Um, apart from the two-by-two two evangelism, I will also make sure I know that once or twice there have been like times that when I'm driving to work, you know, there is this prompting to like pick up people and I just look at oh safety and all that. So yes, um I've been chastised. So I'll have to start doing that like on my way when driving to work, just pick up someone and you know just talk to them about Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. So the safety part, you work with um, discernment. The Holy Ghost will prompt you who to pick up and who not to pick up, okay? Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we All can. Right, okay, All sorry, right. my, my other phone fell and I mean, just went kaput. Um, okay, so I, I um, my thoughts and um, st strategy... Okay, so my thoughts are, this is a welcome development. Um, and I'm, I'm really so grateful um, for the opportunity. Um, I joined because I, for one, I'm, I'm was of the thought pattern that, you know, ah, evangelists, our calling, you know, our own is to use our life to preach the gospel. Um, I don't go around telling people, no, oh, see me i'm born again i am delight you know um my thought is um to 
as it were, let that light shine and then people come to me and say, oh, how did you do this thing? And then it's a talk point and an opportunity to minister and preach. Um, yeah, so um, I'm, I'm so grateful for this. Um, immediately I saw it, I, I just signed up immediately. And of course, my partner knows her self. You understand? Let me see if she's on this course. If she's not on this call, I'm going to go and find her. And she's here. And your life's your name. Oh. So that don't think that somebody <laughs> don't think that somebody is CEO. Is CEO, yeah? All right. So strategy, strategy number one, get a partner. Um, here she is. We're close to each other. Um, and it will, it will also be, uh, for me, also an opportunity to get to know, um, you know, partners better. Um, as it were so yeah that's the strategy the strategy is to pray and then get out there for a very long time evangelism has been a marketing strategy for um, organizations but I'm so glad you know this is about souls you know this is about souls so yeah it's 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 a one-up for me it's a one-up for me Thank so you. I don't have any questions. Clear Thank enough. You. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. We lay hands on your phone and command life to enter it back in Jesus' name. Sir, it's not this. Sir, it's, I received new one. New one. New okay. one in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, Caroline. All right. Um, good evening, PPP. Good evening, everyone. Um, okay. Um, for me, I I'm looking forward to this because where I was before, before I moved to this location, my former minister was the the head leader for the Jersey team. So since I left and moved to this location, I've not really gone out and have been looking forward for for this opportunity to go out with people to evangelize to to win so so. To me, it's a good one. And though my location at Cotton, so I don't know if there's anybody that stays in my axis or if there's any way I can meet up with someone so we can go in pairs. And yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll, um, um, we'll see. I'll see. I'll, I'll give the signal uh, when we all will just share our location. Um, I'll, I'll just do a short write up. Um, when the the mode of the room is a bit calm, and then so once you see someone around your location, you send that person a DM and um, make it happen. Okay, so um, yes, so everybody will share that. You share a location where you are, and when you see someone around you, just reach out to them and take you from there. Praise okay. God. Thank you, sir. God bless you. Thank you. Um, our HOD has spoken, Charles. Chinagoram. Chinagoram. Good evening, no. why are you far away? Hello, Chinagoram. Yes, I have. Welcome. We hear you now. Okay. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Um, okay, so so I'm just really grateful for this session because, you know, for a long time, I feel like I'm part of those that 
you know, have been in that comfortable zone. And I know that this is something I'm meant to do. So this is a push for me. And um, yes, uh, I plan to be intentional about it by the grace of God. And um, hopefully I find a partner at my location as well. Very far, Abuja. No trouble. I bless you. Should be in Abuja soon. I need to fix a date for Abuja so that I will come back there. No trouble. God bless you. Debbie Spice. Debbie Spice, are you are you there? Okay, Deb is not there. Eniola. Hello, I'm here. Oh, Sorry, Deb is Spice still. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Good evening, sir. I'm I'm so sorry. I didn't catch your question. No, you. Good did evening, you everyone. To, good evening. You listened to the session, right? So I'll just um, hear your. Yes, off and on. Yes. Um. Um, thank you. Thank you for, um, what would I say? Thank you. Yeah, I'll, I'll say thank. I'm grateful to God for this um, initiative, for the instruction to you and for you and the team too, as well for the initiative. And I was so glad I just about cut the time and I, I jumped in because um, it's something that I've been looking at and I've been discussing with a couple of my friends and I've been saying that um, it's something I have stopped doing because I'm in the UK and there's so many dramas when it comes to evangelizing. Um, if you have to go and evangelize, you have to have like a street pastor certificate. There's like a course you have to do um you have to have a permit oh. one second please bear me a minute yeah i'll let it go yeah you have to have a permit so it depends on the type of evangelism you want to do so if you have to be groups you have to have a permit but if you are doing it in individualistic then it's okay so if you're going on the bus of course we have the unsafe people it depends on how mm. you also um Pass your message across. You could be insulted, which that's that's fine. Or sometimes they could be very aggressive. Um, mm. And for for me, one of the things so I'll give you a quick example. So I'm on the bus, and this Nigerian elderly woman is preaching. Oh, give your life to Christ! If you don't give your life to Christ, when you die, you will rest in pieces. R.I.P. 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 Rest in peace, or will it be rest in pieces? You know, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, I was even ashamed being a Christian. Mm. Like, you're supposed to be bringing the gospel of Christ, the love of God, mm. and that doesn't take away the fact that you have to highlight sins. But you're you're not preaching love; you're preaching condemnation. So people are reactive. 
oh, you effing, effing, effing. They started to curse at her and all of that. I had to kind of step in like, okay, guys, she's an elderly woman, blah, blah, blah. And then they were like, get off the bus, man. Go back to your country. You did it. You know, they do all the racist chants and all of that. Well, they, they started to make a fuss. The driver has to have to keep quiet or she has to get off the bus. And then she turned her voice down. I found a way to go. And I mean, I mean this was years back. And um, I found a way to go and speak to her. That, Hello, ma. God bless you. Well done for the work of the Lord. But da, 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 da. But, you know, like elderly people, they will tell you how they've been saved before you and all of that. But hey, fast forward, I took that lesson and I started asking questions. Shortly before the lockdown, I raised that question in church and I said, can we have a teaching about evangelism, about how it's properly done? Because we have seen an evangelism as the old people's department. So on normal Saturday, young people will tell you, oh, I've been to work Monday to Friday. I'm tired. I don't want to come. So Saturday is always the old people. Occasionally, maybe once in a month, the church goes, the choir sings. Everybody wants to share the flyer, but people don't even know how to engage. So mm. it was a concern for me. So I started chatting up my friends. So I'm more comfortable to do it on social media and stuff like that. But if I don't go out in groups, not a group of two, but like a large group, I would probably struggle. And because mm. of the harassment I've had, I've seen people go through on the bus, on the train. Um, I'm not very confident to do it um, personally. Mm. But in the last few months, it's been impressed on my heart and I just have flashbacks of when I was younger and I used to do it with my mom. Um, she would speak in Yoruba and I was speaking English, you know, and it was fun. I mean, we were growing up, it was fun. And I started wondering why I can't do it. I'm having a one hour train journey. And all mm -hmm. through that journey, I'm like, oh gosh, why can't I speak to people on the, on the train? So it's been so heavy on my heart. So when you said it in a January fast, I was really glad. And just today, I was speaking to my friend. I was like, oh, can you take me along anytime you're going? Um, so I was glad. And when I came in, I didn't register or anything. I just came in and I looked at the, the website and I was really impressed about um, the strategy you've deployed. Obviously, I'm going to copy it. And But I've spoken to a couple of my friends that we would find a way to do it. And so I'm throwing it out here. Anyone in the UK that we probably can do stuff together. I know Pastor Tim lives in Croydon, which is quite a distance. But um, if I may suggest that a UK group, maybe if we can do a collective one once in a month one, and then people can do individually in their local area. And yeah. um, maybe my building where I live, I, I try to engage the, the people, my neighbors, white people. I, I don't really, I'm not really shy, shy like that. So mm -hmm. um, I just try and smile at them and then, oh, God loves you. But I'm mm -hmm. still not too confident on how to put the message in a way that um, they don't feel like, oh, you're bashing them. And yeah. lastly, the last strategy I've been using, I write a letter 
because in the lockdown, I received a beautiful letter someone wrote to me, and it's all this um, Jehovah Witnesses people. It's a beautiful letter, and I was like, oh, wow. So they would write letters and just drop it in every letterbox. And it was very personal. And I, I, I really loved it. So if I wasn't a Christian, I would read that letter. So um, mm. that's another strategy I started using comfortably. So I would write letters and post it to people. So, mm. yeah, um, that's me. But thank you for the opportunity to speak. God bless Incredible. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for your details. Um, wow. God bless you. God bless you. While many, um, yes, we've seen some of those people, you know, and yes, you know, um, but, but they are doing what they, they were taught. They were doing, they were doing something, you know, uh, Paul speaking, he said, um, some people are preaching Christ, you know, but not with the adequate revelation, but he said, but I'm glad that Christ is being preached. <laughs> You know, whether they are getting it right or wrong, but they are just doing something that can lay uh, a steep, right? I love what you 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 went on to do when you go back to church, ask for a teaching for the proper way. You know, that was what, that was the movement that they got back in the day. Uh, it's called morning cry. So they go around, disturb your sleep and tell you how you'll soon be in hell. Like just, if you keep going just in a few days, you land in hell, you know? And it scared many people into heaven. And then, but that's not the most productive way, but at least they're doing something. And so we have to take responsibility in doing. I also like that suggestion of the UK. Um, Tim is already planning something, so very soon. Mm -hmm. Christ being preached is the most important thing. Christ being preached is, is very critical. So thank you. Uh, we're going to explore even further. Eniola, please go ahead. Eniola. Good evening, baby. Good evening, everybody. Um... I think all the uh, other concerns I had regarding evangelism has already been addressed this night. So, and then I've also come to understand that it's really not about me. So, yeah, and then the idea of being paired with someone and all works well for me too. So, yes, I'll be going out with Sister Avi for the exercise. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And I hope you, you, the way you sound, you sound like you're planning to do it just once. I'm like, I tick the box. I'm not doing it again. No, no, no. 76 times. At least 76 times from you. Amen. Amen, sir. At least, though. So, because Jesus, when Peter asked, how much time should I forgive my brother? I said, seven. How many? Seven times seven. Seventy times seven. For you to really count 70 times seven, that means you really have unforgiveness issues. <laughs> God bless you. Okay. Um, our dear brother Francis. Francis, our Kenyan connects. Yeah. Thank you so much for 
even launching this you know it just uh, it just reminds me of the things that uh, are really truly 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 in the heart of the father you know uh i have not been able to be doing this there was a time that uh, you know the nature of my business allowed me to do it and i did it with the with the, you know with a with a lot of zeal and uh you know after that period was passed now what i normally do is i usually take prayer walks and i remember when you are speaking i was remembering one person that i was speaking to and i was sharing the love of christ and this person started to cry and he was asking me a question why do you why do you why do you keep these things to yourself why do you keep such treasures to yourself though the, mm. person, though the person did not give his life to christ but i knew that the holy spirit was working in him and uh, so and that is you know th that made me wonder why do we keep these things to ourselves and as you were speaking i was just remembering the many times that the lord has given me an opportunity even during those uh, prayer walks somebody just comes in and speaks when i'm in prayer and i just share the love of christ and you know that person you know you know you 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 hear that they were not expecting that you know and so i was thinking probably this time around you know, i used to go door to door alone but um, you know i i really need to find somebody to do that for the purposes of uh, you know there are a lot of things that can arise especially when you go to door to door but that is something probably that can be done later but for now what i have what i think i should do because i normally take my prayer walks nearly every day is that after as i'm taking that that prayer walk i should talk to people maybe one person per prayer walk or two people per prayer walk and share christ with these people even as i even as i take my prayer walk so god bless you so much thank you so much god bless you god bless you it's incredible i love it i love it share the treasure and one thing I need to say is that not everybody you preach to will accept Christ. Some of them, you are just meant to lay the foundation. And for some others, you reap the harvest. He said, Paul planted. Apollos planted. Who planted? Apollos or Paul? Apollos watered. But God gave the increase. So some people, you'll speak to them. They'll just do whatever. But your own is to plant the seed so that the Holy Ghost will walk. The work on the inside. Bless Fumilayo. Give me joy. <laughs> Good evening, BPP. Good evening, everyone, sir. Good evening, everyone. Yeah, please. I joined a bit late. I joined around past seven, but um, I think the question is um, the action plan, right? Correct. Yes, action plan. Yes, for me, basically, when I, I've been um, in the evangelism team while in school, as I'm under the LCF, but we we go on evangelism in group. So personally, I'm not um, like one-on-one -on -one going out on um, for evangelism or whatever. But something like really struck me was when we were having um, the intercessory prayer. 
So my communication with Pastor Tim, he just shared a scripture with me. That's um, Philippians 4, 8. So that's when I got um, like um, a clear voice of God, like trying to write some, um, bringing up write-ups and that's how the um, gift of writing came up. So I figured as I, I could write, like, like in form of tracts and share to people, like in form of evangelism and on social media, then I have a group on, I have a page on IG where I share whatever, I, if I read the scripture, I share, but this um, track is not like I'm consistent. I'm praying for grace for it. I, um, I um, had the intention of joining the evangelism group this year. So I reached out to Joy. I thought she was the head. Then she said, um, it's Mr. Charles. It was Mr. Charles. I saw him last time. Um, I was looking for Mr. Charles on the group. I just realized during the town hall meeting that he was also known as Rose. So basically, um, I just um, figured out I'm more of a word person than um, um, like talking and all. But um, I also work for, uh, so one of the things we do is five people in a day. You can be more than five. You have to give activity reports at the end of the week of those you've spoken to, to your general, uh, regional manager. And I was just like speaking to myself that if I can talk to five people composed really about um, policies, about um, different packages that will be, that will suit their need, that how much more me just getting this boldness and speaking to people about God. So it dawned on me that the grace, the boldness is there because if you don't give your activity report, you'll be, you'll be um, giving a query letter. So if at all, that if that is five people a day, that's um, in a week, you need to give um, activity, with activity report for 25 contacts. You've spoken to new contacts. So how much, it's really ignited my boldness that, okay, that, Yes, I can write, and I just want to like also be uh, more of this action person. What you know, action? You can be like in a neighborhood. You can see your um um neighbor or your your neighbor clothes fall off the line. Things that just reflect God's um God in you that people are drawn to know God, the God you are serving. So it's in various forms. If it's not you're not a word person, if you're someone that can talk. And I've just been able to figure out that aside the word, I've gotten this boldness to reach out. I may not, I may not be able to be anybody that is close to me around Yaba or whatever, wherever in Lagos. So I'm available to go in, um, in one or two, with one or two per se, per se, with God's leading. And also that's my action plan more more of an action person and also like the words, like I said, I shared like on IG and um, um, pamphlets. Thank you, sir. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Thank you. I'm glad you've done this before so you can also um, share some um, insights with your experiences already, okay? Iyunade. Iyunade. What's the phonetic way of calling your name? Iyunade. 
Uh, good evening. Uh, it's in your day. <laughs> in your day. Oh my God. Plus, you're not day. Ah, it's not day. That's that's. Go ahead. Um. Well, this is today is my first day joining this um this platform, and um it's well, more like. Sorry about that. It's it's more of a an eye opener. Like it's to be honest, it's not something I really thought deep about. And this has really opened my eyes to the fact that there's more to to life and to Christianity than um just thinking about just yourself and uh what you can get for God, um, from God, and not thinking about what you can do for God. Um, and with this, I'm actually very, very interested. I've not really gone out before really to evangelize to anyone. Uh, yes, I can talk to my friends and we can talk about uh, the Bible, but um, I'm very interested in putting God out there and really letting people know um, how special and how much God loves them. So please, if anyone is in Lucky Face One or anyone is on the island, is something I'm interested. I don't mind if we can partner and if you can guide me on how to, to evangelize to people and win souls for Christ. Incredible. Hallelujah. This is your first time. It's amazing. Glory to God. Remember the Great Commission, Jesus said, you begin from Jerusalem. So evangelizing to your friends is also part of evangelism. You start from Jerusalem, your immediate environment, before you go to the uttermost part of the earth. So you are, you are on the right track already, okay? Yeah, so I don't even mind if I can just go and watch and just learn. I don't have to say anything. But, yeah. <laughs> you just say amen, and it's true. Say yes. yes. Like a DJ. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much for the insights. I, I feel very blessed. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Miss Ajayi, have you spoken? We well, have a few people there who uh, not, about, not, not, <laughs> not about strategy. Uh, before now, um, actually have a burden to reach children of secondary school age because of the things I see around. Uh, so I make it a point to um, pick them in my car as I'm going to work in the morning and then just have a conversation with them like... Um, if they are not, if they are Christian, if they say they are Christians, I ask, okay, so you're a Christian. Have you prayed today? Nine out of 10 will say, no, they've not prayed. So I say, well, you need to pray and you don't have to, you know, just trying to informally invite the Christian tenant and them to say, you don't have to cover your head, close your eyes to be able to pray. I say, because that there may be times of emergency that you may not have, have opportunity to do all those things and you still need to pray. So learn to pray. You know, some of them, so okay, they've heard they will do and all that. 
And then for some, oh, that they're Muslims. I'm like, okay, would you like to give your life to Christ? Some of them will say, no, some of them will say they don't mind, you know. So, yeah, I've been having conversations with them, but I, it would be difficult for me to document those ones because it's usually on my way to work. So um, I pick them, I'm driving and I'm talking or sometimes I'm playing a message, you know, and then uh, they listen. Sometimes I'm doing the Bible study app for the day. I start playing it, you know, before we get to their, what do you call it? Their uh, school gate, you know, they have heard um, majority of a message. So those are the things I, I was doing before now, but this one, I think um, I'll have to make out time to, it will be, it has, it has to be off work, off work uh, period. It's going to be a bit tight, but I'll have to find a way to get it done. And then um, look for somebody that is on, at my Aziz in Somi. Um, I'm in the GRA. Star Mary is far from me. Star Dorothy is far from me. Emmanuel is also far from me. So. Um, Anybody that is in the GRE as this, we can partner together and work uh, maybe weekends or maybe uh, Friday evenings. I don't know. Work out something and then, yeah, get a show on the road. Because Which of the GRE? In Abuja, in Nasarawa, in It was a popular knowledge that in a village in Edo State. <laughs> And uh, no, just pulling your leg. So if there's nobody in your area, can I give you what can I tell you what to do? You go ahead, please. You convert somebody, empower them, and make them your partner. Hey. Wisdom enough. <laughs> Glory to God. Yeah, so we'll, we'll have that on the group uh, once once I just give the okay. go ahead and everyone will share. Then you just look out for someone close to your area and then you pick okay. up. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm happy with your response. You are encouraging Thank you. me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ricky. <laughs> In Kiruka. In Kiru. Good evening, sir. Um, good evening, Somi. Um, it's really an insightful one. I wonder that is encouraging me because um, sometimes I feel maybe I'm not kind of bold enough to step out in full, but I'm willing and I'm obedient. I'm open to the next step. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I want to, I want to personally see your, your report. I want to see the video of your report. <laughs> It'll be interesting. It's gonna be good. God bless you, Uncle. Daniel, how come this thing is already scratching? What? It's falling. The cover is always falling. Mhm. Okay. Um. So who's next? I think we have about three people or so. Shen Shen, the Chinese sister. BPP. Long time. How are you? I'm very fine, sir. I'm fine, sir. Okay. Thankful and grateful for this meeting. 
Okay. So before now, I've been off and on with this. So like, I'll just talk to people, drop a few words, but I haven't gone all out like that, you know. So, but this is a wake up call for me. And I'm looking forward to being um, a part of this, like actively doing this. And um, I'll prefer, I like, I like to go out with people. You know, I would prefer to go out with somebody. So I'm looking forward to see who I can partner with um, when people drop their location. I know a few people that are staying in my axis anyways already, but anybody that I can partner with in my axis, I stay at, uh, on the way to Shongotedo, so Shongotedo axis, that's it. But this is something I'm open and willing to actively part participate in it. Weekends are my best day because of work during the week and all. So but. I'm very open to it, obedient, willing to partake in this, to bring glory to God's name, joy to the heart of God. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Thank you very much. Shen, yeah. you can reach out to Maggie now. Maggie, oh, oh, what? Uh, um, right? No, Amaka, sorry, Amaka Benjamin. She's, she's not too far from you. Sumikes, right? No, no, not Amaka Sumikes. See me after. I will tell you how to reach out. No problem. Thanks, <laughs> that. Thank you. Um, Thanks, Dipi. You know what I'm just looking forward to? I'm looking forward to hearing testimonies. I'm looking forward to hearing deliverances, healings. I'm looking forward to incredible things that happen when we go out. Amazing. Ruth, Sister Ruth. Talk to me. Good evening. Good evening, Ruth. How are you? Are you Ruth Abijo? Thank you. Yes. Aha, you are the Ruth Abijo. Send me a message after when we are done, okay? Send me a message. Please. Let me talk to you. Okay, so I will. Okay, I will. go ahead. Okay, good evening, everyone. So about um, evangelism, I think it was in January when the Holy Spirit started uh, speaking to me concerning it. That's not been serious. Uh, last year, I didn't do anything about it. But this year, it has really been in my heart. So I'm, I'm grateful for, even though I'm where, <laughs> I'm far from so many. So is far from me. But just like BPP suggested, convert somebody and so that's what I plan on doing. Get someone on board, Somi, and then we'll evangelize together. So that's it for me. Thank you, sir. Yeah, where's your location? I'm in River State, or Harcourt. Uh, and that's far. Not far, man. <laughs> People in Canada are participating. People in... Everywhere is all over, you know, so it's not necessarily um, location close, but they are all connected yes, in school, okay? So, go ahead. Yes, sir. All right. God bless you. Okay. So, reach out to me, Thank okay? Thank you very much, sir. Okay, sir. Thank you. God bless you. And our final participant from this session, Norma. Norma. <laughs> Good evening, VPP. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. 
Um, yeah, it's very interesting and um, it's a challenge. I mean, it's a command. Evangelism is a command to every believer. So it's not like we have an option whether we want to do this or not. And um, interestingly, another program that I'm doing, there will be like weeks, I mean, ongoing evangelism as well. And so while you were speaking, interestingly, again, um, the Lord was actually just telling me, giving me a vocation of, because uh, I'm like, ah, in this place that we are um, talking about God, talking about God's love, you know, we can be perceived you know, as being in people's spaces and all of that. We're just trusting the wisdom of the Holy Spirit to lead, um, you know, to lead, to know where to go, who to speak to, how to do it, everything, you know, just leaning to the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. And so while you were speaking, there was just a location that came up to my mind. Um, and so, yeah, looking forward to that. Um, I think I already have my gang here, so... Um, we'll make it fun, we'll make it interesting by the grace of God. And yeah, just looking forward to everything. Thank you. Thank you for the wake-up call. As some of us, like myself, I, I, I don't think, I don't think I, I you know, it's, it's not something that I've taken that serious up until now. I know when we did the prayers, you know, the prayers, the 1,000 souls and all of that, um, you know, that's when I started to, oh yeah, evangelism, we have to do this. You know, and so yeah, just excited, a bit anxious about it, but just looking forward to the whole experience and just trusting the leading of the Holy Spirit um, as we go along. Thank you, sir. Hallelujah! Praise God! Praise God! Thank you so much. For those that don't know, no that's Chizwa's sister. So Chizwa joined us, and the entire family is with us now. Let's talk about evangelism. Exactly. <laughs> So I wanted her home first, her Jerusalem, before she went further. And we're um, men here. <laughs> so, so, so good. You guys are so me, Canada. No, we're coming to activate you soon. Um, I want to read the scripture, and I'm going to pray for each and every one of you, because like I said, prayer is the first bit of it. And then um, before you get to the point of um, activation, um, Luke chapter 10, Luke chapter 10, let's read Luke 10. I want to show you what happened when Jesus activated the people. Luke chapter 10, from verse 1, I read, After these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also, and sent them out two and two before his face into every city and place whither he himself would come. So God sent two people into a city. Do you know what? Do you know the scope? Two people into a full city and they covered the city. Then said he unto them, The harvest is truly great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. Carry neither pause nor scribe nor shoes and salute no man by the way. And into whatsoever house ye enter, first say, peace be unto you. Um, and just go forth. Jump down to verse 9. And heal the sick that are therein. 
and say unto them, the kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. You see what I'm saying? So heal the sick on the way. Cast out devils on the way. Be bold. Don't say, oh, I wish BPP was here. No, I'm going to release that grace upon you now. Go and reproduce. Go test it out. Amen? Now lift up your hands while I bless you. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray over each and every one, Lord, I pray. As you send them out, the 70 in twos into every city, you gave them power over unclean spirits. Father, I release grace upon each and every one that as they go out, they will meet miracles. In the mighty name of Jesus, I ask, Lord, that your mighty hand will rest upon them. Give them boldness to speak the word in truth. Let their eyes be open as they minister. Let their ears be open to hear the word of the Lord concerning the people they are speaking to. Lord, give them signs and wonders. As they pray, let the sick be healed. As they pray, let the bound be delivered. In the name of Jesus, Father, I bless each and every one, Lord, that they will bring in the harvest into your kingdom and your name will be exalted and highly lifted up in the name of Jesus. I cover these ones with the precious blood of Jesus. No weapon formed against them shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against them in judgment is condemned in the mighty name of Jesus. I secure these ones and those that will obey the instructions that have come forth from your throne. That as they go, Lord, that they will be productive in their outreach. And according as your word has said, those that are fruitful, they will be pruned so that they will bear more fruit. I pray, Father, that these ones will bear more fruit. Give them grace, Lord. Give them boldness like the lion to go and bring in the harvest for the Lord. This we pray in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you so much for the time. Um, our next meeting is going to be, let me see, meet every third Friday for this particular conversation. So we're going to be meeting within the next two weeks on the 24th um, to um, deal with this. So please um, take time to next two weeks, yes. Once you have your souls, please go to the website and fill in the data. And then on the 24th, you share your experiences. Don't wait. If you don't have somebody in your area, please go ahead and ask the Holy Spirit to go ahead of you to prepare you. And then, you know, you can win souls that you can now convert and run together. So you don't say, oh, because I don't have someone, I'll wait till I have someone. Please, the time is running out. People are dying every day. People have lost the opportunity. Um, 
And one of the things that will happen is that the grace you have received, when you see a soul that God wants to save, the burden will come on you. You won't be able to deny it. And as you yield, God will increase your boldness. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for taking the time. God bless you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, everyone. Enjoy your weekend. Shalom, shalom.